It's time to partner with Betfair and preview West Speed Autumn Series Final Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record episode 157 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 11am on Thursday, the 2nd of March. Pinjarra Scarpside today, Albany tomorrow, Ascot and Geraldton on Saturday, and of course, Esperance Cup Day on Sunday. I forgot, long weekend, so we're heading to York for a uh, long weekend sure. Monday, uh, public holiday Monday meeting at York, undulating. It's all happening, isn't it? Yeah, busy day. For, this oh, is yeah. one, two, three, four, four meetings, three days. Yeah. It's not that hard with the math, really, was it? Three days is two on one, so. <laughs> what about, so this is Albany. Just, yeah, Albany. Friday. Gerald, this is some of your, where you do your best work, Esperance, York? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, York's, yeah, undulating form's been a bit of a query in the last few years, actually, but uh, Albany's half in the bin, and Esperance, I'm really keen on, I like Esperance at the moment, so that's the that's the, the meeting I'll be doing the Sava with alongside Geraldton, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying the city racing more than ever, actually. Good. To be honest with you. Very good. It's a lot, uh, yeah, it's just easier, easier to get on as well. Yeah, well, if you want to have a punt, there's plenty of opportunities yeah, here on like, the West I Coast. I really like having a punt. <laughs> Speaking to the wrong person, Bajam. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned uh, throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, City Mates. Get out stakes competition. Don't forget, we've got- It's um, back. It's back. It's back. Finally. Finally. After one week hiatus. <laughs> um, we have uh, Jimmy Stewart taking on the reigning mastermind, uh, Mitchell Pateman. Yes. Who knocked off what up walks a couple of weeks ago and we'll be uh, looking for a uh, a quieter affair here. Don't know if Jimmy will bring quite the same um, intensity intensity to the table unless he's had a couple of those Red Christian Bulls. Hawk and Red Bulls. So. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, Christian Hawkins versus What Up Walks. That would, wouldn't that be a showdown? That would be a showdown. Dearie yeah, me. That would be a showdown. Hey, oh, hey. Um, all right. If anyone wants to hear a bit more from the guru over the next couple of days, where can they find you? Uh, the uh, Miles, Air of Power, tomorrow, BJ, from 9 o'clock onwards for an hour. Yes. And um, of power. I think I'll be on with Gareth on Saturday morning. As okay. Well. Just, um, a, just short and sharp. Bang, short bang, and sharp. Hang and bang. Yeah. Well, I think both of them are pretty short and sharp. Over in Sydney this weekend, actually, for my cousin's 40th. Happy birthday to Marley, who would not even know I had a podcast, only <laughs> <laughs> listening to this right now. But I think a few of the other ones have a punt. So, um, yeah, it'll be a different day. I think last race when- is 5.40, so it'll be 8.40 finish. I reckon I might be um, declaring one by that stage of the day in the last. Sydney. Okay. Very good. Sydney. The winner. Enjoy. The winner is? <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> uh, very good. 1-1 one, one reminders. The 1-1 one, one is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all the major podcasting platforms. If you go looking for it, no doubt you'll find it. So please download, subscribe, rate, like, review, follow. If there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, well, don't think just do. All right, let's get cracking on this Ascot preview. It's time for our Ascot track report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. And Craig, such a great supporter of our show. I've got a little surprise for you and Connections. Mm. Let's roll. Travelling beautifully down on the inside. It's following Traverne and then avoidance to the outside. Divine Pair at the 250. Now on the outside, Major Max comes at Traverne with Ex-Celestial pushing through down the outside. Divine Pair avoidance having to change direction. Ex-Celestial getting right up on the inside of Traverne. Major Max, Ex-Celestial, Major Max, S.
Ex-Celestial. It's Ex-Celestial that wins it, and she's won it by half a length. Ex-Celestial for the crew, the Witten family, Timmy Gears and crew, uh, messaging Craig this morning, congratulating him on uh, yesterday's victory, and uh, life's good. I think he's contemplating buying a boat and calling it Ex-Celestial. So Fair enough. Things are on the up and up there at Witten's Irrigation and Design, but let's turn our attention to the Ascot track this Saturday, Terry. Uh, what do we got, babe? A bit cooler. I think it's about 29. Uh, 29 predicted. The rail's out seven metres. Um, 29, mm. seven, and um, we've got a bit of a south whistly mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So you'd allow for, I've just allowed for a nice fair deck. Yep. Butchie, a bit like Butchie's. Lovely big fair deck at Ascot <laughs> this weekend. So <laughs> that, that'll probably mean that the rail is red hot or ice cold or blah, blah, blah. As we always say, be ready to... Um, change tact as mm. necessary if it's this just. was if we did a podcast for yesterday's meeting i probably would have been talking about getting out to the center and um taking on horses drawn well that are likely gonna have to use the cutaway you generally just yeah just delete podcast after that so been um been it exactly right but look on the surface the conditions point to a nice fair deck okay so fair deck looking forward to the seven meters as well mm. this saturday at ascot so Let's get moving, eh? Race mm. one is the Amelia Park Plate, 12.28 bounce down. It's for the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres. Um, a lot of banter is a first starter from the Simon A. Miller Yard. He's a trial winner. He's actually in the, in the market for the futures, for the Karakata mm. futures. It's making oh, its debut. Brave Shot is uh, another trial winner. This one from the team Williams Yard. It uh, looks like it's got its share of ability. Platinum Shot is having its first start since starting favourite, running third in the Crystal Slipper last year. And there's a couple of horses coming out of the Magic Moons and another recent trial winner who I was quite impressed by, Neville Parnham Yard, number five, Zippoat. Terry. Tell you what, I'd live to tell six to 270 for the Karakata as well after yep. its little trial. Victory, my little my spies tell me a, a certain trainer of that horse might be uh, fairly confident it's all over. Um, so big big watch. You presume it will come back. What is that a Philly? Philly, yes. Philly, it'll yeah. come back in the gym crack. I, the right I, I thought that they might be going supremacy gym Sup- crack Karakata okay. three third up into the Karakata. bang 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 yeah yeah bing boom so bang brave halo, halo is reportedly coming back for the Karakata. I thought it did something bad. Nick, nicked its tendon. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Oh, but there's nothing more sinister. This, this is just quoting the Italian stallion, Giulio Santorelli. It's uh, the plan is to return for a character. Yeah, it was just showdown. about the run of the race in the Blue Diamond, wasn't yeah, it? I was on. Wasn't that way. something? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was actually a pretty good ride from the barrier, really. You found a horse to take you into it. You were four. It's always hard as a two-year-old, even with cover being Massive four run. It could almost be unbeaten, Brave Halo. Yeah. So it was a good thing leaked in the prelude, yeah. and then it was massive from wow. the outside gate. On I guess the uh, – well, there's a bit of a caveat then, I guess, about taking the short slip to tell. That's uh, – yes, Brave Halo will take up a large – portion of market and its best might be too good but it's also very hard to win for a youngster going hopping across the border and you never know gated you, you never also never know what might just jump out of the ground at the trials in the next couple of weeks they mm. can throw a spanner in the works as well that, oh. we, have, that we haven't seen yet but this i think Live the, best, to tell I think looks, the uh, best of brave hail and what we saw from lift to tell i don't think there's much yeah it's interesting those two horses went head to head in the initial plate Nothing much, you know. No, that was a photo. It's, uh, Brave Halo sat outside Lift to Tell and mm. they went stride for stride. Um, a lot of good men third. Gee, that's a good form reference for yeah. the initial play, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, thoughts on the opener? 
no, no strong thoughts. They, they knew last week with Brave Strike, didn't they? Yes. Um, gee whiz, Simon had three runs in the race and the one with Holly on, we just naturally pinged the one with Patty on as the number one. And in all fairness, it obviously that ran last week yeah. at 15 lengths. Too so bad wasn't, to be that true. wasn't yeah. on merit. That wasn't on old Roger Merritt, the yeah, Brisbane full forger room. <laughs> yes. Old Rog. Um, I do so, yeah, this is a similar setup trial. It was a couple of months ago being brought back without a um, without a subsequent trial. You get the feeling they might like this horse as well, potentially. Um, slightly sticky gate. You'd think they'd follow across leading Taddy, hope to land somewhere on speed, maybe with cover, maybe in the breeze, could even lead if mm-hmm. leading Taddy's happy to sit outside of him. I think Luke and Holly, or Peter, it'll be Peter Fernie looking after the team this week. Good team to look after too. I think they'll be happy just parking with Trista Gold. I don't you think, think so? I don't think they'll be trying to lead. Um, they might, but yeah. I don't know. That's just my – everyone overreacts. Like everyone goes the opposite way every single time. It's just a common theme. Like yeah. I would have thought if a few were, yesterday. I, I was pretty confident that Alaska Lot was going to go forward yesterday. I was telling you before, wasn't yeah. I? Like I just – it's just a – don't know. They, they've, I know. I know it did a lot of work to lead last start and they'll probably be happy if they end up in front softly, but I think they'll also be okay just parking on them and, and sprinting. Its best run was probably that run behind Odenaka. Yeah, I, I would have thought if you're going to try and lead from a sort of outside alley and imagine where you lead from three. Mate, everyone's very reactive. I wouldn't be gifting a lot of banter the lead, that's for sure. But anyway. Or, or leading Taddy. Yeah. They both go uh, relatively – leading Taddy's probably quicker than Twister Gold early, but um, with the draws, uh, Holly, if she wants to, you'd think, should be able to hold up. But, uh, yeah, look, I uh, I am not really going to have a bet here. I, I marked a lot of banter 270. If, if it went up sort of 350-ish type thing with Brad, that was sort of my thought process, have a tiny little bet with him and yeah. just for some interest and potential it could be better than him. But, um, yeah, um, Brave Shots trial didn't get me. I didn't think that was much of a trial, to be honest with you. Um Leading Taddy, I think, can win. That's it's probably the one that's over my price. But in saying that, I think it's going to get caught in no man's land. It's just in a tough spot. So I think I've probably underpriced that. Platinum Shot's the one with race experience. The 400-meter trial, it didn't show the same dash, so it'll no. probably take a sit here. Uh, and Zip Away was a nice trial winner, but it's very difficult to win when you're missing kicks like that. Blinkers gone, which they weren't on in the trial. I, th- I thought that was quite odd, actually. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's obviously got talent, but it's it's hard to win in that manner. So yeah, I'll zip tip Simons. But zip away feels like three back fence, looking for traveling, looking for runs, sort of trouble. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so, I actually quite like Brave Shots trials. So, but I see the market sort of found it a little bit this morning. Three seventy. I'd like um, to see Janny go around because mm. uh, it was stopping dead, and Janny was coming at it with um with passion late. I don't know. Grant and I are still trying to figure two-year-olds out. I yeah, think that's true. To some degree. That's so, yeah. yeah, I didn't. The last 50 metres or so of its trial, it's 1,100 metre trial as well, which is odd coming back to the 1,000. Yeah, that's because the um, – That's the, all the, I had That's the all I had yeah. unavailable yeah, yeah, on the yeah. day. Um, uh, yeah, I just thought if, if, yeah. if a lot of bander can't cross and has to breeze, then Brave Shot's the horse I want to be on. So, okay. uh, just parked in, parked in behind them, getting, getting last crack at them. I just remember the last 50 of that trial, I thought, I did this race last and I knew I wasn't going to have much interest in it. So I just thought maybe the, the, those 1,100 metre trials, like they're all going to be looking, looking after their, their horses. So um, – Tell you what, though, everything in the Bell Hus colours starts a little bit shorter than they should. Yeah, well, there's one it's yesterday, Covert like Rose. What about Majestic Plus. Pearl on Sunday? Yeah. Its trial suggested it should have started 20,000 to one. It started six bucks. Mm. It was beaten about 408 lengths. Anyway. A conservative. Anyway. <laughs> hasn't finished yet. Four days bloody later. Yeah. For me, 
for me, I, I was hoping I might I'd get four fifty plus brave shot. At the moment, it's three seventy, which is that's when the owners step in. It'll yeah. probably start dollar sixty. Yeah, if there's a bit of a wobble late for brave shot, it might get me bet fair. But I'm happy just to sort of shoulder arms. Yeah, great race to shoulder arms because mm-hmm. say a lot of banner does get out to four bucks. I go, here we go. Yeah. I've got my price. Yeah. I go, hang on, why have I got my price? Yeah. Like, why? Hang on, we saw the money come for Brave Strike last week, so it was a good um, win, Brave Strike. I mean, it was a very good win. Yeah. It was thank God for us. Otherwise, we've gone back to back dual lays getting up. Yeah, oh, we, we needed that. Yeah, we needed that photo just for our self respect. Yeah, I think we Not have, that we have a huge. I think both our lays were in second. Didn't we have the same one? I, I went Casino 17. Oh, the previous week we yeah. both went um, Super Session. Yeah, and it, it, <laughs> it saluted. <laughs> got, got lucky. Got lucky. Sure, it was 450 out of 10. In our defence, we wouldn't have laid it at 10 Might bucks. be a good race just to watch and see see if you can take some pattern notes, actually. This, yeah, this a bit of, um, yeah, a bit of loop pattern. All right. Race two is the happy 21st Lewis Green handicap. Happy birthday, Lewis. Yeah, LG. Life's good. Uh, life's good. 1,000 metres for the three-year-old 62-plus handicap. Um, what have we got here? we got mm. William Luthwaite holds uh, holds a couple of aces. He's got Prawns 11 who uh, chased home the aforementioned super session at Pinjara the other day. And Melka Pindari, who we were both pretty keen on in the Magic Moons three-year-old trophy but uh, she ran into a red-hot man crush on the day. She was weak as piss as well. Street Parade has had a trial since uh, being pu- pulled out of the Magic Millions by Chris Parnham. Uh, trialed over 400 the other day, a bit of a rough house affair. Mm. Cut the talk. Timmy Crosby's got a nice horse here. And uh, there's a couple of other horses in the race here that have some reasonable form. But for me, it feels like a, a good option for Pike and Luthwaite, Prawns 11. Yeah, no, it's, it's the obvious favourite you mark here. But I think we're talking $2.00. Four T and yep. one two. I'm looking on Bet Sport. I'm looking at two dollars thirty five. That's a little bit of a thin mark for a horse twelve hundred back to a thousand. That's the only thing I'll say. I mean, the super session form will probably be good, but we we and Ex Celestial ran third and one obviously. But be careful when just saying that form suddenly good. Ex Celestial did get the right run yesterday on the best part of the track, etc. It's Prince amongst men that's run fifth, who's a sort of going to go around hundred to one later today. So. Still some query on that form, but uh, yeah, it, it's the one. I, if it went up $3, I was, I was pretty happy to have a bet, but never saw that price. I never had to be too perturbed. Um, I actually marked, BJ, I actually marked Bisector second favourite. Put in a, thought the run behind Wild Bell, maybe just put in a bit of a flat one that day. I think it pulled up um, not 100% happy. Uh, Mild heat stress. Yeah, mild heat stress. So I didn't pull up uh, ecstatic that day. That, and this is 1,100 back to the 1,000. Came out since run second to, to cut the torque. Um, it's down three and a half kilos. Cut the torque's down one and a half. But cut the torque loses Kesh. Um, I think when you lose your regular jockey and Taj goes on, I think Kesh might be worth the length in that situation. So I think it can turn the tables on it. Platinum class is a bit, Taj is a bit stiff here too because where does six look sticky? I think it's an ugly map. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to have snipping over on its back. And <laughs> um, there's probably a chance, and to be honest, they should just leave with snipping over because yeah. the race is so greenly. And yeah. as soon as that happens, it's all over. Yeah. Um, Prawns 11 wins the race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. A current, I, I've got to review my market here because I'm two sixty prawns eleven and mid fours bisector, but I, I don't like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And if I'm that short bisector, maybe I should have it six fifty and prawns eleven two twenty, and then suddenly I can consider a late look on Betfair at two eighty or something. But um, yeah, I'm happy to take on Street Parade. Sorry, Jimmy Stewart, who we'll talk to shortly. Sorry, James. I'm happy to take on Street Parade. Um, 
see, that's set weights and penalties last start. Now it's back to handicap conditions. Tougher setup. Not sure if the horse is um, uh, at its best either, I guess. Uh, cut the talk from the barrier. Well, be and the some, change of jock some will training on. effort, though, yeah. if he can win the street parade after something must have gone wrong in the Magic Millions and then coming off a 400 minute trial the other day. So. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, it's prawns 11, easy on top selection. But um, current prices, if I was forced into a bet, probably bisector, almost bisector each way, top two at 320, 340 a hole. Um, but I'm not going to. Have a bet at this point in time. You can't see Melkar Pindari being ridden cold and yeah, run. we'll be ridden cold and trying to run on over them. But I thought Melkar Pindari was pretty poor the other day. I would I have liked to have seen closer. her pull a pull a length off Melkar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought um, who is he's a good horse though. He's a good yeah. horse. But yeah. Mrs. Uh, Divine Inanna's run third. Who hasn't flattered yesterday? Miss yeah. Ava the Maidens run fourth. Like yeah, flashed. Oh, it was a yeah. uh, Yet. I'm pretty sure around <laughs> fifth or sixth. So. I didn't mind the run of Platinum Class the other day, so, you know, in an easier race. Yeah, no, I, platinum, I, I wouldn't talk class. you out of Platinum Class. I think what you want is as a Platinum Class, if you were going to back Platinum Class, you'd hope it ends up somehow on the back of Bisector yeah. to take you into the race and not in the back of Snip and Over. I think Snip and Over's trial, I will remember that trial. It was something. And yeah. they made a blue in the Magic Millions, not just Should letting just it stride to the front, yeah. like when you're pulling that hard, like it – Probably still gets beaten panels, and it might just be a flashy trialer, but uh, it also might be talented, sitting over. So, yeah, good race to stay of unless I see a nice prawns 11 drift. Otherwise, I might waste two bucks on bisector each way. I reckon you might. I reckon you might. Prawns 11, just a slight maybe, one. maybe yeah. Two, well, 280, 290 bet fair, something like that. Yeah, the fig. Well, on the on the data with an R, mm. um, you will see your price, but okay. but. The, the data, again, with an R, doesn't always uh, correlate uh, to horses that are on the rise with William Pike on board. Yeah. They can the, – the the data goes out the window to some degree, and this could be one of those, I suspect. But happy okay. to hold five for now. Okay. Race three is the classic car show, Ascot, 26th of March handicap. This is another 1,000. Is that your bread and butter, is it? Uh, maybe a Jimmy Stewart. I was just, hey, it's got to be a Jimmy Stewart kind of, kind of <laughs> setup, doesn't it? The classic car show. <laughs> Um, Might be some new li nice limos to look at for <laughs> next year's Pinjara Classic. Well, imagine if uh, the Bunbury Bunbury was in the Bunbury Turf Club was oh, in action. Think, no, you and the God, it's at Asso. That's you our, and the Hello fellas would be on a mission. Ground. Okay, that's our home ground. All right, so we've got the, the car show coming up at Ascot it's the twenty sixth of March. Bunbury Classic, Hello, all over, isn't it? Pike stays on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't. He didn't think it was as good a run as um, as we did. Brad sort of suggested, oh, geez, that's nearly one of his best runs of his career. Brad Pikey said, oh, just a, just a run. Just a run. Generally, like he said, he was entitled to run on, entitled to do. That was good, honest feedback. But sometimes you just got to tell me what I want to hear directly after the race. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best horse I've ridden ever. <laughs> yeah, now Pikey, I've ridden Pikey Arcadia just Grace, <laughs> I've ridden Galaxy Star, but that was the best. Now, Parky, just, just forget everything you just said. Yeah. And now just tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the car show handicap. Mm. Uh, it's a graduation, sixty plus, fifty-four minimum over the one thousand meters. We've already spoken quite a bit about super session so far in this show. It's twelve hundred back to a thousand for Adam Durant. Pike goes on to Senorita Dorotea. The informed Ganjimis have a couple of runners in this, including the talented Thomas Magnum, resuming and friend of the show, friend of mine, Toddy Harvey has patched up. Q Belling, and he is uh, having his first start in 700 days. So good luck to the crew there yeah. in, uh, involved in Q Belling. But not about, it's a small field, but not about a little 1,000-meter uh, scamper, this one. Yeah, good job to get uh, Q Belling back to the races. What's their 
just mainly interested in getting uh, him around safely. I and think so. Yeah, being a happy horse because the the leads on offer almost. I don't. I, I don't think uh, he showed as much gate speed, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, that we saw him at the races. Early doors, he led. He, he was a speed horse early, yeah. and then they changed tack, and he actually was quite effective being ridden just off the speed, mm. sort of, and uh, and zapping with uh, Victoria Corver on board a couple of times. She mm. won on him, so now you don't see many thousand meter races with no defined speed, and this is one of them. So you'd like to think that uh, down the bottom there, that um, Philly Naylor and Jade McNaught say, "Let's not get crossed. Let's just lead and yep. run." But uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a desperation to hand up. Um, who knows? Just it's just the most obvious try and lead, but it's also for mine just the most obvious with a horse that struggles to win. Just try and lead on Mantelli. Yeah, it pings the lids. It, it travels nicely. Just, just what, what jump else? Run and what lead. else are you going to do? Really? Otherwise, you breeze. Well, it, it probably is Prince Marksman leading, and then Mantelli breeze. Super session begins real well. It actually begun better than Prince Marksman the other day. I, I would be saying to Clint, um, don't hand up the front if you don't have to. Yeah, I'd be saying just like honestly with Super session, always just try and lead throughout, which seems wild. But it begun better than Prince amongst Prince amongst men you probably um, you probably don't otherwise really you're on want the back following no. and they bunch no you? you don't you don't want to be on the back of, of that i think prince amongst men's actually going real nicely and there's a nice wednesday race in it yep. soon um but not not this i wouldn't have thought um but yeah look i it's an odd decision there for to drop super session back to this but i think it was to utilize a three-year-old claim it's a thin field and i think adam thinks it's a really 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 good horse he could probably just I wonder if it was just a, goes, a programming so. necessity. I, wonder I think what there was a 1,200 metre 66 on this program. You don't get your one kilo three-year-old allowance. Did it nominate the, for it? Yeah. It did. It drew four. Okay. So it drew well. Yeah. So something like that. It drew, it, I remember looking. Oh, dear, oh, God, I think it did. Because I was looking for material, it was material witnesses. It was Yeah. Just let me anyway, check there was definitely an option for it. Maybe it was in the- um, No, you're right. It was nominated in the three-odd thousand. Yep. The graduation thousand and the uh, reigning sixty six plus twelve hundred. There you go. Yeah. So there were options galore there. So, but look, it seems to jump well. Normal luck. I think Super Session will win again. I think it's a very nice horse. Um, Senorita Dorothy is one I've been because Sean and Jake do like putting uh, William on their horses, especially when I think they're ready to win. And this is a hundred percent ready to win on oh, this yeah. race. Yep. Um, but I just think Super Session might be a little bit better than it. Plain and simply, I'm, I'm not. I'm not convinced, but back that 1200 definitely. But back to a thousand, it's a bit more interesting. Hasn't been jumping, so it'll be interesting. William might have a great opportunity if he, if he can get it out the gates because the horse has she in the past has been a pretty good, well, a reasonable gate horse. If he can sit outside of super session and you know get on the back of say Mantelli, and mm. then you know he'll be and William we will be fully aware that the horse he's got to beat on the surface is. Um, is inside him and yeah. that you know could turn into a tactical affair where we see a queen of jerusalem take two mm -hmm. so that's definitely a possibility uh mantelli no reason it can't lead and win thomas magnum i think might need one uh, i thought the trial was so so but the trial before it won first up last prep was also just so 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 that's the horse i'm backing thomas magnum thomas magnum tommy yeah all right um i had I had, I had them pretty pretty much equal super session dorothea thomas magnum and was going to see what happened price wise okay and i think thomas magnum is a smart horse on the rise stable in form brad on draws there i think he's he think he's going to be a backable price and that's the way i'm going to go thomas right. magnum. I, I reckon, tommy i reckon he'll fly fresh Tommy, all right, I like it. Well, I, I think, yeah, I'm, I think opinions might be divided a little bit in that sense. So I might just hold fire and 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 back the horse that I, I'm worried, A, about the map, and B, I'm worried about the um, 
drop back to a thousand, but I just think it might be a nice horse. So if yeah. I can see three dollars plus super session late, I'll have a bet. Otherwise, I'm pretty happy staying out. I thought Singerina Dorothea might have been a bet for me. I was about four twenty. Mm. I thought I might have said I don't know why. Just I just thought it might have gone power, up. The power of Pike, and it should be too. It's fair enough, but I I don't know. I don't know if they're. Jeez, if, I, if I think the I think you get the nail on the head. I think Super Session's a better horse than Senorita Dorotea. Mm. Um, and you've got to think they're going to be next to each other. Could even be Senorita on Super Session's back, which is the most likely outcome because Super Session looks on a review, really nice beginner. On review, Super Session's win at Pinjara was excellent. Initially, I was thinking, initially, I was thinking, you know what? Entitled. Prawns probably should have won that race. And then I've gone back and watched it a few times. No, Super Session was a it. terrific yeah. win. Not only did it begin well, he had to just ease to grab a spot and then he took off. Um, just prior to straightening, there was lots of merit in that performance. Yeah. Yeah. Talented. Yeah, very much so. So I'm I'm going to simply go with the horse I think is flying and uh, might need a bit of luck, but I, I don't know if everyone's going to be keen with the the setup and there'll be a few others that people want to back. So Super Session, $3 plus, willing to have a reasonable bet late. Okay. Race four is the Crown Perth Handicap. This is a 66 plus for, uh, over the 1,200 metres, another Small mm. field here, where was uh, the back end of the cards a really good yeah back betting end of the card I think this, so this this race originally had seven acceptors number two Zushine was a scratching so only six to face the starter at this moment in time and we've got Magic Moon's three year old trophy winner Man Crush with Pike replacing Paul Harvey um, he takes on the older horses here spin the ninth. And uh, medal on late cross swords in a straight thousand meter race the same day at Pinjara. Sokov got nailed right on the line in the uh, was that the mayor's race on the same day. And Tadweer is on the quick backup, chasing three wins on the trot for the Ganjimi brothers. So only small but um, fascinating little contest. Yeah, it is a fascinating contest. I think I think Man Crush will hold the top. I think they'll be fairly intent on doing so, and they'll utilise the the draw they have. Um, Spin the knife, we have to take on. I think it was a a big drifter for a new yard first up. B, it's up to twelve hundred meters, which is a query, and C, it's down to sixty after a claim. Um, big fan of Luke Campbell, but um, yeah, it beats me. So that's fine at four bucks, whatever it is at the moment. I'll, I'll just cop that. Metallon loses. I would have preferred they carried the sixty and a half and left Sean on. I think Sean suits the horse really well. And this, this is this is another sticky map for Tash. Well, he's been chucked on this horse, and it's, it's not easy for him. Uh, could end up 1-1, one, one, but it could end up three deep in yeah. a six-horse field as well. So, yeah. And even is the horse suited 1-1 one, one being ridden with cover? I'm not sure. So Sokoff, Breeze probably, I think. Uh, Mini Winnie for Man Crush backers. They'll be hoping it's on the back of someone there because yeah. it'll, be, it'll be a stopper um, on that lot. And the way the race is mapping, if Tadweer can get the right cover and get central again, there's no reason Tadweer can't make it three in a row. It, it looks nicely mapped in that sense. But, look, I – there's not going to be a bet for me here. I don't think I've got my man crush is the one I was happy to be on again at $3 plus, but it's going from a set weights and penalties where it beat a field of maidens to carrying 59 against season sprinters. So I'm not worried if it wins at 240, 250, but it's a clear on topper for me. Yeah. Tad, we're, tad we're a clear second elect. Yeah. But I'm not, these current prices, it's just like, oh, it's all, all good. Like, yeah. I don't, and I was hoping there was something over the top in the market, uh, but I think, the market creators have got it. Um, I've got it pretty right. It's yeah, a five horse field. It's not even a six horse field. It's Zush, a five horse field. Zushine coming out really ruined the market, didn't it? <laughs> well, it's a, it is because mini mini Winnie's two hundred dollars. So it's yeah. uh, 
it's a it's a five horse field, and at the moment we don't give sock off the fence. I guess the only reason you could make a case to back sock off um, would be that. So you don't give sock off the fence, it can't probably win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're like me and taking on spin the knife just at the twelve hundred, the sixty. How well's it going for the yard? And then yeah, just a sticky one. Yeah, the winner comes from the top two, but the market's got it about right, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard one to get too heavily involved in at the mm. moment, isn't it? So uh, I agree with you with your sentiments with Man Crush and Tad Weir and just, uh, yeah, be lurking on the exchange late at fair.com. I can't see the exchange giving us much though. Like I the thought two. maybe Tad Weir might, might be, there might be a little bit of love for Tad Weir. And we get $3.10 Man Crush or something. Maybe. Have a look how the track's playing. Mm. If the fence would need to be, if the fence has any queries, I'd be happy to bail. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's an ask for Man Crush still to, um, to carry the 59 and win, but yeah. Uh, yeah, sticky little race. A couple I'm happy to take on if, if there is surprise money for a horse like Metallon or something. So that's probably what I'd be hoping for. All right, let's take a break and it's mastermind time. BJ, um, it is now time. What's it now time for? It's now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition after a one-week hiatus. It sure is, Terry. The Mundaring, of course, has been the heart of the hills since 1899. That's a long time. Located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you're in the neighbourhood, drop in and see the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day and let him know you listen to the 1-1, of course. Feed, flutter. Froffy's family atmosphere, Butchie's big deck, and a shout out to the great man. He has Yonga Lass, a horse that I'm pretty sure he bred, is making its debut at Pinjarra this afternoon. So by the time this podcast goes to air, we'll know whether Yonga Lass has saluted for Butchie or not, but best of luck indeed. Yes, as you mentioned before, we had a one week off. Uh, last time we were on the mastermind, Mitchell Pateman got the better of the whirlwind himself. What up, Walks? Mm. And now Mitchie's Sean back. Tate, the, one, the wild <laughs> thing. <laughs> the wild thing. Mitchie's back to uh, to try to make it two on the bounce. Mitchie, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks, boys. Before we get started, <laughs> Walks has got a special request. He reckons he's been sitting at his mailbox for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> arrive. Kids, haven't, kids haven't eaten for a week. All right. And I literally, literally that second have just received a message. It's a link to an article on abc.net.au. Federal government launches sweeping review of Australia Post with focus on letter deliveries. <laughs> and below that it says makes sense. Look at that time. Look when it's come. That's literally come through that second. That's incredible. You know, he's been incredible. sitting at my letterbox for the last four weeks in anticipation. Yes, we know, Andrew. Mitchell's passed it on as well. There you go. <laughs> Dead. We're gonna have to get in touch with this Australian Post. It? Yeah, they're in the mail. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. just via via yeah. Southeast Asia. <laughs> they're on their way, um, but we'll have to check in with Walks and uh, I think Sammy White's owed one as well. Mitchie's owed one as well, so they should shouldn't be too far away. Apologies for the hold up, gents. We had to get a fresh lot, fresh batch printed. Um, by the great man Butchie. But uh, yeah, Mitchie, welcome back to the show. Uh, it's been a big couple of weeks for you, of course. Uh, the retirement of this will test you, um, which we spoke about in the show last week. And uh, our regards um, to you and all the connections there. Uh, feels playful, runner up last Saturday in the Ascot 1000 Guineas. And of course, you were busy at the uh, last week's Magic Moon Yearling Sales. Yeah, no, there's been a hectic couple of weeks. It wasn't a Great start of the week last week, but uh, things progressively got better and life goes on, I suppose. But yeah, it's um, left a big dent in the stables and you know, things won't be the same for a while, but um, that's racing, I suppose, and we have to move on and try and find the next one. Just before we move on from Tess, 
uh, Mitch, just for our listeners, is she, what's the story? Is she going to a sale? Are you picked out a stallion for her? Do you know what's happening next? Uh, nothing set in stone. If if you know if it was a decision had to be made this week, she'd probably be going to the Gold Coast broodmare sale. But yeah, nothing set in stone. But that's probably the way we're leaning at the moment. So she'll probably head up there. She's just doing a bit of rehab at the moment, and um, yeah, just get her right, and then she'll probably head there in May. I would imagine. All right, and feels playful. Are you pressing on, or is it spell time? Uh, no, nah, spell time for her. She went to the paddock today, so uh, she's done her job. Six starts, three wins, three seconds, and three hundred fifty thousand. And uh, I think if she keeps going, you know, she's probably only going to, at best case scenario, run second to Admiration Express. So um, not much use hanging around to run second. I like winning, so she go to the paddock. <laughs> well Very said. good. Well, well said. said. I tell you what, anyone listening to this as well might want to jump on the uh, futures markets because. Uh, Feels playful, still uh, still in the markets and a second favourite. So in saying that, Admiration Express is even money. So all in, there's probably not much uh, excitement there, is there? And Mitch, have you sold uh, all the shares in your horses that you uh, acquired? Um, I presume you acquired some horses. Yeah. I'm actually saying. Did you buy one for 170? Is that right, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we only got the one. Yeah. Um, yep. It's expensive enough. So um, yeah, there's still a few shares um, in him, but most of him sold. But yeah, still a few small shares. So just get in touch with you via Twitter or something of that nature if you you want to get involved yeah. with Mitch Pateman Racing and have the the Nexus will test you. Yeah, anywhere on the um anywhere on the socials if you want to be yeah the male version of this will test you. Yeah. When's when's it going to change to the Mitch and Josh Pateman Racing Stable, Mitch? When he starts getting out of bed before <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> and if anyone and does. Anyone does want to share, they can also contact Andrew Walker apparently, <laughs> and he'll uh, get in yeah, touch yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, speak to walks. The horse is actually valued at 300000 if you're doing the walk, but, uh, <laughs> mate, Maybe get in touch with me. <laughs> All right, Mitch said he loves winning. He just sent me another message. Yep. I can't actually read that one out. <laughs> I'm not going to read imagine. that one out or not. No, I can't. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, BJ, no, no, uh, you can't do it. Mitch, he loves winning and he's won the Mastermind many times, um, but a gentleman who goes pretty well on the mastermind himself, is James Jimmy Stewart. James, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Uh, hashtag the thank the punt. Thank uh, the punt. Jimmy, tell you what, back in a few winners in 2023, are we? Uh, end of uh, 2022 was pretty good. Um, yep. Don't know about 2023, though. It's not going the way I thought it would be. <laughs> he, nearly, right. he nearly had to trade in the stinger when... Street parade got pulled up at the six hundred last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Can we not talk about that, up. please? <laughs> I thought I saw your phone not history talk about that. searching for nineteen ninety four Hyundai Getzes. Actually, that that makes sense now, Jimmy. I get that. So, geez, you got to uh, you got to got to work on your staking plans a bit. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Jimmy, and you uh, you had your one one hat on as well when you when you got the keys to the new vehicle. We love that. So, congratulations, mate. Things are things are on the up and up, and Stuart Ray. Racing bought one as well, so the camp's flying. Um, now you've got you do have street parade in on Saturday, and you've got uh, is it boy blue in today? So there's a bit happening. Yeah, no, we've had a bit of a quiet period with uh, all babies learning their trade. So it's got the older ones coming back through the system. Um, boy blue's first up today. Street parade will have his last run Saturday, so we'll see he should go. He should go good and. Um, where the gods lean in work three weeks, so he'll tackle the listed 
Belmont features. Okay, yeah, that'll be like the Raconteur and the Belmont Guineas. All right, plenty to look forward yeah, to correct. there for uh, Stuart Racing Stables. Mitch, Jimmy, your names are your buzzers. You know how to play. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. Is it me or you? Yeah, it's you, definitely. You sure? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Challenger, are you ready? Yes. Mastermind, are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. All right, this is a this is a bit of a toughie actually, but you know what? We got two of the better players on, mm. so we'll we'll just go Sharp for operators. it. Who am I? Uh, I was no superstar, but my career was still a good one, and it was all about longevity. It began, BJ, in December of two thousand and thirteen. And I had my final race start nearly nine years later in October of 2022. I raced 131 times. I ran in 14 black type races, running third. James, Jimmy. Fred Publisher. Yeah. He's done it. He's Fred Publisher. Throw in Ash Maley questions. That's Jimmy. Cheering <laughs> me. I was actually a blah, blah, blah. I go, in total, this is good actually. Some of these stats are amazing. In total, 30 different jockeys rode me. Mitch was not one of them. Is that right? Yeah, Mitch was not one of the 30 that got the call up uh, for Red Publisher over the journey. Uh, my name is two words, the first being the nickname of Andy Dufresne's best friend in the movie Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you'd like that. I, I was hoping it got to that. And the second being a person that prepares books for sale. Very good. Any reason uh, why you didn't never ride Red Publisher, did you? Oh, no. I, well, I can't remember the horse's name, but I sat straight <laughs> from Barrier. I can. One of Maley's one day. What was it? Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember. You're right. I can't remember. It's I remember the story and after. Tim. And Dane, Tim. speaking to Dane. Oh, yeah. Skin and Tim's off. Skin and Tim's. Yeah, I went and hid in the basement. I thought Maley was actually going to murder me. <laughs> and it ran, so uh, done money. it ran fourth, didn't it? And they had a bit of a go each way yeah. that day from memory. Yeah. Uh, 20, phone call, 20 phone calls later and <laughs> abuse at the races. Lucky Maley likes me again now. It's all good. You, Mitchie's only recently <laughs> dropped the uh, restraining order. Oh, shit. I do <laughs> remember that. I do remember that. That's very good. All right. James won. Mitch yet to score. Okay. It has been a frustrating run for Peter's investments with a rare winless February. Who was the last winner to salute in the Cerise and White colours? James. James. Uh, is it Rare Encounter? Nah. Incorrect. Mitch for the steal. It's a toughie. Sentimental hero. Close. The correct answer was... Diamond Scene. Diamond Scene in a Pinjarra Maiden Oof. on the 29th oh, of January. Arcadia Grace won the day Oof. before. Yes. All right. Still 1-0. Oh, okay. Who rode juicing carrots with 79.5 kilos? James. Mitchell. James. James. Uh, Alan Kennedy. No, Mitchell. Oh, you got to listen to the old question, you Jimmy. Mitchell. Kiana Robertson. <laughs> that is correct. 79.5 kgs in the Kojanup Cup. Um, see, Jimmy obviously had a fill at the dollar thirty in the Collie Cup. <laughs> He's singing, I remember that one. You know, that got me a new stinger. 79.5 kgs. Collie. All right, one all. One all. All right. Tiana Robertson, of course. Yes, she rode uh, Juicing Carrots in the Kojanup Cup. Wrote right. a few winners on the card, I think. Name the famous 2,000 metre. Wait for Age, Group 1 at Flemington, 
that Marachino is targeting later Mitch this month. Mitch Mitch. Australian Cup. Correct. Two, one. Two, one. Come on, Jimmy. Okay. Name the WA horse that finished second behind Alligator Blood in the 2020 Australian Guineas at Flemington. James. James. Was it Regal Power? Incorrect. Mitch for the steal. Mitchell. Oh, winners win, don't they? Superstorm. Oh! That is true. Uh, statement we, fashion, we, we should we should be live streaming these masterminds because Richie'd oh, be saluting shit. right now, standing high in the eyes, strutting around like Conor McGregor. Right oh dear, man. only because only because I know Kai is not going to let James live this down. So it's going to be a long week for James. I tell you what, Jimmy was good on the buzzer, very good on the buzzer. Yeah. He, was in, he gave himself a chance to win, but Mitchie just. Cool, calm, collected in the finish, and uh, gets there. 3-1 victory. Mitch, two on the uh, trot. Two on the trot. Yeah. Congratulations. Keep, keep rolling them out for me. All right, all right. I reckon Mitchie's got his eyes on Mount Rushmore, hasn't he? Yeah, I've got a couple I of names in mind okay. as well. I reckon they'd be happy to take him on. So. All right, very good. Stay tuned. Watch ja- this space. James, mate, thanks, for, as always, for coming on the 1-1. You're a great supporter of the show, and uh, we'll get you back on to have another crack in no time. But Mitchie... We'll, uh, we'll be back in touch with you this time next Thursday and uh, we'll have another challenger for you. Sounds good. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me again. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Catch up. Winner's winner. Winner's win. Love a good salute. Very funny. knew he had the right answer. <laughs> Deary, mate. Oh, was, uh, uh, Jimmy I was, actually missed that last question because yeah. we didn't actually read them out to each other yeah. before we started like we usually do. Did you have Red Publisher before, Jimmy? Yeah. Did yeah. you? Oh, yeah. The one thirty only because starts, you, there's I, probably only a couple As soon as you horses. said that, because oh, I, I, I know exactly, how fond you were of Red Publisher from the character yeah. that played so. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it was my first ever all-in bet. I think I had, uh, I think there was a Bet365 account. I think I had five bucks at... I think it was 500 to 1. Started 200s and ran 13th. Got overs, didn't I? Loomed. Tell you what, loomed. Good did, good tell you what, did loom. Did loom. But yeah, no, I was getting just the, the, the was, phone's going uh, nuts from Andrew Walker's uh, having a. Was that was that the, the moment you knew that you were a good punter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. When I backed on 500s to 250s, I thought, hang on, I, I can do this. Yeah, I've got to do So, how I've long between that, that bet and that result until you had in your resignation? <laughs> Uh, it was about 10 minutes after the race, I think. I think we were on track, had a couple of froffies, and I said, sorry, lad, that'll do, mate. Yeah, that'll do. That stumps that for- will, uh, That will do, mate. That stumps for Terry's uh, yeah. professional career. Good publisher. Uh, very good. Yeah, Mitchie, too strong on the line. Um, thanks again to James, but uh, if you've got, you got some ideas about a, someone to take on, Mitchie, next week, Terry? Uh, I got. A, I wanted to get. Uh, well, as you know, Dane used to manage. Uh, Dane Hollingworth, Hollingworth used yep. to manage. Dane's still never been on. He's been on. Has he? I'm positive he's had a go. Yeah, I, I think from memory, him and Timmy Gears. Uh, oh, went the battle of the the battle of Katie Whitten. Katie Whitten, yeah, ex managers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Tell you what, good little purchase from Timmy just quietly as well. Timmy yeah. joined us in the uh, in the trip down to uh, Pinjarra on um, Sunday, oh, and cool. uh, yeah, good little purchase. It was him that picked out Celestial, and uh, what are they now? They've had three wins, one third. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's fine. Tell you what, absolutely fine. Good purchase. Uh, yes, yeah, so that is the Mundaring Hotel, and I promise those one hundred dollars gift vouchers to everyone uh, in 
the post and we'll get Mitchie Pateman on. He'll be chasing three on the bounce next Thursday. Well, in the uh, in the break there, Terry has got the remote control out and because we're getting set for day two of the third test, mm. Australia versus India. Probably the final day too. Yes. Incredible stuff on mm. the opening day yesterday. Following on from how good was that? New Zealand, England finished. Oh, that was <laughs> so that was proper test cricket. Oh. Uh, this is crap. This is just luck of the draw shit. Like yeah. You're playing on. What's going on? Oh, it's, yeah, I don't know. Quite good on Matty Quinnaman taking five for 16, but fuck, Matty Quinnaman's just taking five for 16. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's hard to get that enthused about. You have to really, uh, yeah, anyway. But uh, that England uh New Zealand, New Zealand that test. was I set incredible. To watch that final day because I saw it set up in that yeah. way, and um, geez, I'm glad I did. That was anything. Jimmy Anderson walking down the wicket, and <laughs> whacking that four, and oh, the old boy just getting excited, going bang, giving him the big fist pump, and I was actually real upset for him. Who were you going for, honestly? Oh, I was going for the Kiwis for sure. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I genuinely didn't really mind who yeah. won at that point. I would like to see Jimmy Anderson hit the winning run, so I'm a big Jimmy Anderson fan. Yeah. His longevity and whatnot, but um, yeah, just incredible. Game of cricket. That was great. Yeah. It, was it really deserved a crowd. It looked like there was no one there. I know it was like a weekday, but it was it really deserved like a big yeah. big crowd that would have just uh, oh, was, gone on. Yeah, I reckon that'd be one of the best test matches in history, just about. Yeah. 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 Fourth team to win, following on. Yes, that's right. Um all right. Race five is the Vale Jack Sheedy handicap. Uh this is a ratings well, it was a sixty six plus, but it's actually a sixty three plus from an internal handicapper's point of view. And uh, it's over the 1,400 metres and resuming from a break is the very, very short favourite, Western Knight, coming off two dominant trial victories for William Pike and Adam Durant. Race fit, Rebel Zone, racing quite well, actually. Time scale on the quick back up there and export man dropping in weight after racing in a West Speed Platinum race. It's, uh, it's having its first crack at 1,400 metres for the preparation. Terry, I wonder whether the uh, 215, 220 of Western Night tickles your fancy. Nah, it doesn't tickle your fancy. That's a bit thin, isn't it? Mm. Dear me. Like, I don't even know. We don't even know how good it is. Yeah. It's a recent trial. It beats Smiling Girl. He didn't really go yesterday. So, I don't know. You can definitely win. I've marked it equal favourite, but mm. I think Rebel Zone. Ha- has, we have to be on Rebel Zone, don't we? Well, I think it's the right sort of setup for Rebel Zone. Yeah. It should land near the 1 1. Um, Western Knight could be behind it. It's got mm. gate speed. So Western Knight does. There is the possibility it can come across. But there's a chance Pikey could end up on one horse further back than Rebel Maybe Zone. Like could be carrots or something gets in the way. Well, that, that would be the ideal mm. setup for a horse like Rebel Zone. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit dis- I, I was hoping that Rebel Zone might be five bucks yeah. or something to make it an easy decision to have a bet. But I, I marked him about 340 apiece. Um, yeah, so the 380, whatever it is, isn't really. Because I wasn't that confident, so I'm not. I'm not taking that price at this Brad point in time. For for bug, I saw yeah. that. I, I again, I didn't even rush into that. Mm. I wasn't all that perturbed. Um, but I'm, I'm happy. Sort of time scale had a few issues in the gate, so we can improve on the fence. And it gets minus looks probably on its outside. I'd say it'll be able to cross it. And it'll pop to the breeze. Um, so that's a nice little setup for it. Um, Stella Vista went really good at Ascot, and then was so so at Pinjarra. Rebel Zone had its back. Even though it was a major on-speed day, Rebel Zone was significantly better run. So it's hard to, with the barriers here again, it's hard to say see how Stella Vista beats home Rebel Zone in those conditions. What are we going to do? What are they going to do tactically with Blow Me Out on Blow Saturday? Me Out? That was incredible. Well, Blow Me Out's 
probably the Mandy for the meeting just yeah. about. Like you, you forget it went round. Its first up run was anything. So, um, yeah, that was – I think Brett Pope's going at 1% or 2% or something last – six months or whatever and if they're the tactics being dished out you can that was completely bananas playing on speed you got a horse rolling along and lucy was clearly instructed cover at all costs yeah like get back get back it jumped first like it always does it's a really nice jumping horse um and obviously we were both on but to watch the just the desperation to restrain and restrain and restrain it was um we, with the way we knew the way it was playing it was race four or five but it, did, stage, it didn't so it help the, it didn't help the horse at all just four no ended up getting caught three wide most so parts, so. i i actually think it'll start probably longer than the 17 dollars currently there so I'll, I'll definitely be having something on that um me too yeah my to be honest if i and i don't like you don't want to work on gut for what my feel is that this could be export man's race um, I don't like Barrier 1 so much. I think Steve should have left it in the Platinum Final. Uh, I know that's over the 12, but it drew eight in a race with a lot of speed and it was the perfect setup. I don't know if Cable Boy is good enough, to be honest, to, to win that again. Um, then again, he could have had both horses in the race. That's the way I would have gone when I saw the noms, um, definitely. But um, I think if Sean can end up three the fence, I think it's looking for the 1,400. Ran a cracker of 1,400 with Castle on a prep or two ago at Ascot. Um, I think if it can follow the right horses through and have clear air from very close to the top of the straight, yeah. I think it's going well enough to win this too. So it can it can it can accelerate underneath horses. That's how it won its character play. Mm -hmm. And even it's um, the first up when Taj Dyson rode, he, he followed the fence and cut and through. Probably would, probably would have won. Probably that. would have gone close. Mm -hmm. And last start, he actually. It might have looked a touch plain on paper, but he actually ran the third fastest last 200 of the day. It went good. So it, it went, went good. good. Yeah. It went good. So ideally, look, I'm, I'm sort of 340 Rebel Zone, 657 bucks export, man. And I'm about 11, 12, but blow me out. Price doesn't really matter. It'll be anything late. Probably look at playing the three without spending too much. Um, current prices are probably make Rebel Zone just to save and little result on the other two, but not a race I want to get too involved in. Happy taking on Western Night at 2.30 and happy taking on the third and fourth favourite. So it allows for a little bit of a betting strategy in that sense. Yeah, Rebel Zone, yeah, hopefully 4.40 plus would be nice. I don't know if we're going to get that, but something like that. I don't be, know. Something yeah, like that would be handy. It's, it's, it got smashed. Yeah. When Planet Cash, that's why Planet Cash got out of $4 because yeah. Rebel Zone started favourite with Holly on. So yeah. it's interesting. Apprentice markets usually go away from apprentices quite heavily. Mm -hmm. uh, interesting to see because for me, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm becoming very sold on Luke Campbell. He's yeah. a nice, aggressive on certain horses, even horses. He got beat on one the other day. Oh, I didn't back it. Capital Flight. Mm -hmm. I just, and it's not good. And he, I don't know if he got suspended. I don't know what the outcome was, but I just loved his intent to try and get out as yeah. well. You know what I mean? What do you want Honeydew yesterday? Hot fence. He could have got off so many times and got it wide and won't wound up into it. He just said, no, this cutaway is like golden. I'm just going to be held up that little bit longer. And it's just such a good ride. And, and he was, I mean, the best horse ride, so I ran second that race. Um, but yeah, I'm, he's, uh, he's winning me over. Rebel Zone for me, hopefully, as I said, Around you know, feeling four forty would be nice. Blow me out. Definitely going to follow my money there. I reckon Stevie from two is just going to park back up. Time scale. Leaders back. He's Stevie rides that position really well. Mm -hmm. If you can get out, don't be surprised to see blow me out. Knock them out late. So 100%. that's the way that I'm playing. Nothing export five. Um, just going to maybe if he's wild betfair. Yeah, okay. Might uh, get a little nibble. So yeah, yeah. If, well, if if you get your four forty four fifty rebel zone, yeah, um, it'll probably be 
become my main issue result, I would say, just at the current prices, because I sort of work on where your best value is, then make them your results, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So if, if I'm only getting, say, 360, 370, 380 Rebel Zone late, I might just get my money back on it. But if I'm getting 450, 460, 470, suddenly it becomes a larger investment. Okay. All right. So race- I'm Also very wary in the fact Western Night could be a good one. So yeah. we don't want to do our ass in this race. That's the hard part I find when you're backing three horses. You, you feel, hang on, you can't have, you say you're just backing one in a race, you can't have that same stake on all three. Yeah. It's the hardest thing to do. Go, hang on, I'm having bugger all on this then. I'm having, but yeah, that's not my strength. All right. So race six is the Drum and Golf Handicap. It's a 58 plus no Metro win last year. You don't see too many of these, this race type on a Saturday, but it always attracts a uh, competitive lineup, that's for sure. So this is, uh, as I said, over the 1400 meters. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six of the 11 runners in single figures, Terry. And at the moment we've got Azar leading the market and narrowly from Capo Veloce, Noble Bourne, who had no luck first up, uh, Blazing Tycoon, awesome rival. They're all single figures. And um, the second of the Colin Webster runners, of course, Capo Veloce, who I just mentioned, Forever Dreaming, is also in the market with Troy Turner on from Gate One. Come on, Mark Walk. You're meant to be on mute. Um, <laughs> I was having some issues with the cricket. We're on. Five minutes till jump. Yeah, look, I, I, um, who's, who's your favorite? Uh, I kind of like Noble Bourne. Okay. And Capo Veloce, they were the two that I had marked equal favourite. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm favourite, second favourite, other way around. But yeah. Aces, oh, not for me. Mm. Four bucks. Aces had too many chances. Last start win was good, but that was an entitlement. That was that day in saying that playoffs patrol went super the other day. I was going to say it came down the outside, went really well too. But it was, wasn't was a bad day to be making those type of runs. The second horse, Mosquito, is a flea. Um <laughs> Absolute bug. So yeah, look, Aza can win. Yep. I'm thinking more ten bucks than four bucks. Mm. So um, I like I like to see that. In so, the so tactically, what considering how well it went, I didn't quite. Was that's it exactly. Quiet? That's exactly the thing. Was thing. it actually nah, written quite? Nah, or missed it. Missed it. Yeah. But the instructions will be let the horse find its feet. Right. Um. You know that. So it's going to be giving Cap over Lotche a head start. It'll be right next to it. It's yeah. I not. I don't know. Not not so much for me. Feels like fence traffic trouble. Yeah, potentially. I mean, you, one thing I think when mapping this race, if my computer will go at the rate it's meant to be, I, I found this to be a really nice race. Actually, it probably will map really nicely because you got uh, Blazing Tycoon in six, Beat the Bro seven, Awesome Rival eight, Trouble Warning nine, Red Sea ten. So you got six horses that are probably even flickers chance in five. It'll probably be ridden. Be quiet. I see there's just a lot of dropout horses. Noble Bourne should find the top really easily, and I presume that's why you're going that mm. way. Whack and Tanker may be real aggressive, but even then, I think Noble Bourne's got the speed to cross. Uh, Forever Dreaming is probably somewhere near leaders back if they pop out with Wacken, who's a far better horse off fence. And Capo Veloce always musters up to either three the fence or 1-1. One, one, it has you know? to be 1-1, one, one, doesn't it? It musters up. Yeah. To, it's not a great jump, but it musters yeah. up to a really nice little position there. So it looks a great race to be on one of those four or five horses settling on speed because you've got a, a leader who I think will improve um, tremendously. Noble Bourne was a forget first up. I mean, it was over the 1400s a tough ask first up on its own um and then being deep the trip uh makes things difficult i you would have probably I, one thing i will say you probably that type of horse the kilo and a half of, Colli- of holly would have been nice mm. 
um, rolling out in front. Also, the southwesterly will be in play at this stage of the day. And even though you are the likely only leader, unless, as I said, there's real intent from Wacken, you still do have to do a bit of work from 11 to get there. So just with those factors, I've got Noble more like 6, 650 rather than I think 480s finish um but i can yeah if that's yeah if that's the selection that way people are going i can see why you would go that way um but yeah capo Veloce is just a standout for me here jordan turner's only ride for the day might be his first ride back might be that's always some concern for me um he hasn't been in the saddle for a while but we saw stevie parnham come back first up on a nice three-year-old in bustler and get the chockies after six months off or whatever as well. And this is only a month or two. So looks a nice map. I think it's the best Actually, horse. Actually, Stiff as guts. Jordy had a ride yesterday uh, at Ascot and he had a trial ride, one trial ride before that as well. So yeah, very good. He hasn't been off that long. No. This isn't, it's in a big- uh, January one. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be perturbed about the fact that Troy's on Forever Dreaming because I think Capo Veloce is Geordie's ride. Mm -hmm. Looking back through it, that was one of my thoughts. Does a stable think Forever Dreaming is going better? But um, I think that it's just the fact that it's Geordie's ride. So yeah, really, really, I really like this back end of this card. I reckon we can do a standout quaddy just about here. So um, yeah, I'm- I'm three dollars cap. I could have been shorter. Mm. I, yeah, just, I, was, I uh, think this gets. I just think this gets them. You know. I was on um, Prawns Eleven and Capo in that race in the Super mm. Session race the other day. Capo. How never. good was Capo traveling? <sighs> yeah. And even it's run over the eleven hundred the start before. Massive. Yeah. yeah. The three year olds just seem to beat up on the old horses. So definitely can see if, if it's playing on speed, Noblebourne gives a massive kick, hard to yeah. run down. I just think with that southwesterly and the bit of work from the wide gate and Capo Veloce hopefully is within two or three lengths on straight and it'll um get it. Might say Blazing Tycoon. Okay. I really I like a horse that's had an apprentice on its last twenty starts and it gets William Pike and from six, it can probably muster up to about sixth or seventh mm. because you've got all that go back horses outside of it and it, it can just about follow Capo Veloce into the um into the I race must, and it's only a battler but yeah. Pikey brings out two lengths compared to what um the apprentices do so I must say Michael Lane's got this awesome rival racing really well even though he got beat as favorite last start it was the second they went fastest 20 last 200 of the race. like it was just they walked yeah they walked it, it was just win. completely unsuited gobbled him up gobbled up the ground late but from eight I know it's going to have a lightweight on on with Luke, Luke Campbell's claim. I think he can get down 51 to and 51 half. and a half. Yep. But again, the map from eight, it's going to be standing all of these horses a, a reasonable head start. So, yeah, Capo Veloce and Noble Bourne are the two horses that I'll be focusing focusing on as well. Yeah, very keen Capo Veloce, and I'll probably say Parky's one, um, just purely on, on jockey change, but very keen Capo Veloce. Witten's Irrigation and Design, they're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race 7 is the feature of the day. It's the $100,000 West Speed Platinum Autumn Series Final. Gee whiz, what do you make of this one, Guru? Uh, I... I was keen in the last, but I think I'm keener here. Really? Yeah, I really like this back end. I just thought this couldn't was a, be keener. I just thought this was a bit of a gift, isn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what what I'm what I'm missing here with this 
with this race. There's a lot of speed on, some sort leads. Dance Cocky's probably on its back. Amber Highway's near that same spot. Born to Talks following him. Ain't no other man will try and get to the breeze. Requisitions probably in trouble from mm-hmm. out there. So there's a lot of speed and none of that speed with the southwesterly late in the days. It's, there's no fear factor. So line through the lot of them. Uh, Cable Boy, I think everything went right last start. If it does again, fair enough. It can be down the outside attacking him. Like a Jaguar, it does not get past a thousand. There's a line through it. Doesn't it just doesn't? It's going super, but it doesn't get past a thousand. Never has in its career. Desert Vixen nines to five fifty doesn't get past a thousand or eleven hundred. Last start was a, a deck where the middle of the track was a small to be, and it suited, ran on nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It ran on well enough. It's just a battler. Um, that leaves two horses in his dreaming and twice a fortnight. And I like twice a fortnight was clearly a moral beaten first up, um, but then second up. Got the favours late, got through and it won really well. Um, give it credit for that. But it's going to be in the in the rail line of some sort, dance cocky, like, I don't know. I think some sort of the 1200 is going to be, and they'll try and hold some sort back a little bit, I think, here to some degree. I just don't think that's, it's, it's going to be, he's going to need a lot of luck from barrier one, even if he's good enough. I thought the runner here's dreaming was probably even better at Pinjara, sitting on the worst part of the deck in no man's land. Pikey goes on for Chris Parnham. This horse can actually jump pretty well. It can land in sixth or seventh behind all that speed. I I think he's dreaming an even money pop, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very keen. He's dreaming as well. I liked it the other day as Pinjara as well. How good, but watch like when it still, because it was deep the trip on the wrong part of the track. Mm. Have a look how well it still sprinted for maybe 100 meters, 150 yep. meters. It just, it had to, A, it was on the quicksand and B, it did all the work. It was four deep, I think, yeah, not even three deep. It was yeah, four deep, it, no cover. It was three deep, no cover. Then it sort of got edged out further and further as the as they went around the bend. So I think it's a, I, I genuinely think it's a proper, like I was 250, but I could have had it. I could have had it sub even money, I reckon. Like, yeah, I was hoping I just saw some $3. Like, it's still readily available. Some agencies have still got $4.20, $4.40, I think. There's still $4 around. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was $3. <sighs> and you don't price as aggressively yeah. as me, so that's a good pointer as well. So, yeah. It's just a – for me, it's not – It's not. it wasn't even difficult. Like, I didn't even need to bother doing this race. Like, yeah, anyway. Pretty keen. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean – when you look through the, the the lineup, it just yeah, it just stands out like the proverbial. And they're also in the yeah. market. They're yeah. also tired. Like yeah. how many more chances can eight and nine the man get? How many more Desert Vixen at the twelve hundred again? Fair enough, go to this race. It's worth a hundred thousand. It looks a good race for a run on horse. Um yeah, no worries. But nines to five fifty for a horse who who very obviously A is just a horse and B has always struggled past um a thousand eleven hundred. So yeah, I just think everything's so tight in a market where it really should be. He's dreaming. Mm-hmm. Gap twice a fortnight, gap the rest. Yeah. So. And then, yeah, they're all bunched yeah. together. If twice that. a fortnight gets the luck, then, yeah, it probably can be. It definitely can be. He's dreaming, and that's the one that probably will. But, yeah, you've got to back Pike in from what looks a more favourable map from six than it does from one from Carberry. Um, plus, you get a kilo and a half. Yeah. So, and as I said, I think the other day he's dreaming was just as good a run, if not a better run, than twice a fortnight. It's hard to judge. There's not much in it. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm keen here. Excellent. You heard it here first, punters. Here's dreaming. I feel better, you agree. Yeah. I've just been waiting for the money to really come hard and it hasn't come as expected. Are you second-guessing yourself? Not at all. Not at all? Not at all, no. No, no, not at all. It's not not in your makeup, is it? I've already put this in the spreadsheet. (laughs) I haven't really. I haven't really. I haven't really. Uh, All right, race eight is the tap touch. Have you got the touch handicap? 
um, some of Brad Betts' finest advertising material there. Uh, this is a one Metro win graduation, 60 plus 54 kg limit. And Stashien, finally, they step it out in a Saturday event looking for five straight victories for William and William and Mount and Ash on the quick seven-day spin around after winning over the Ascot Mile last Saturday. Luke Campbell stays aboard this likely leader. Thoroughgood is racing really well, as is Edmund and a couple of the other runners here. Gold prize in lower grades for David Harrison. But, uh, yeah, Starshian, short, short enough. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah, I was about the current price it is. I, I you think Two, it'll win two twenty five. Yeah. Like you think it'll win the horse race, but it's a sticky setup because Mount Ash will lead, and you think Thoroughgood will probably stalk it mm-hmm. or pop to the breeze. I like Thoroughgood back to the mile finally as well yep. after it won their four starts ago. Um, if you find, and there's a lot of crap underneath Starshian. Starshian's got gate speeds. So they'll look for a spot. So a, it's a chance of being caught deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, it's a chance of being on the back of an Overthought or a Gold Friars or I don't know, just a, a queryable horse. So, um, yeah, with the Southwesterly in play, it's definitely going to suit it. It's been winning like a horse. It's just not going to lose for a long time. But if you analyse the form lines, they're really questionable. Like it, and they've, be, been, they've been low-pressure races as well. Yeah. yeah. So it won at Mount Barker against a horse that hasn't won since. It beat Ocean Queen at Belmont and Rail Bias Day. Um, it beat Highest Regard at Geraldton, who goes around on Saturday, and Katie Whitten has opted for the stable mates. So hasn't even gone for that horse. They cleared out from third. And the other day, it beat uh, EPC, who breezed on a day you needed cover and you need to be coming central. And the third horse is Divine Quest, who sat deep the trip, just to prove how big the bias was. And Pike gave it a 10. Mm-hmm. It won, but in saying that, it won all of them like a horse that's just going to keep winning. And it could have won by further. And look, if it gets the right back and it presents at the right time, I think it'll get past them. But with Mount Nash giving a kick, Thoroughgood coming off its back, I, don't, I just think it's it's risky mm-hmm. at the 220. I think it's really risky because the speed map looks great for a horse. I think Thoroughgood should be clearly ahead of Mount Nash in the market. Those Platinums aren't much of a horse race. Um, if Thoroughgood had a senior on, I think it needs a strong senior. But in saying that, Brandon's riding well enough and it just looks that mm-hmm. easier map. Um, yeah, I think Thoroughgood can go very close to knocking off Starshian here, but... Um, yeah, I'm sort of 230, 240 versus about five bucks. You're hearing myself speak. I should probably should have Starshian longer, but that's the way I came. That's the price I came up with. Okay. Yeah, I was not so much taking on Starshian, but I knew that the price would be prohibitive for me. So I thought maybe there might be a little bit more juice in the Mount Nash price, currently $4. So I had Mount Nash and Thoroughgood sort of the same mark. So listening to you as well with seven dollars Thoroughgood Mountain Ash, four dollars Thoroughgood's the bet. But I'm probably going to be backing both of them to the truth, Terry. I think Mountain Ash rolling along in front. Um on the quick backup for Luke Campbell and Dan Morton. He did run in this grade two starts ago in the race. That was won by Cisco Joe. I think Edmund ran second and just that was the day that Taylor Childs rode Mount Nash and um yeah just cleared out tearaway leader and uh, just got swamped late. More controlled ride from Luke Campbell. Still went quick. It was still a fast mile last Saturday. And from uh, from gate one, rather, bouncing, rolling. It's just going to be a different setup for Star Shen from what she's encountered. Hopefully, it's a high-pressure mile and you never know, it might bring the best out of Star Shen, who's obviously a genuine Saturday horse. But mm-hmm. from 11, it's just, it just it's going to ask a question. 
And it's going to need it, luck. It's going to ask a question of Starshian, yeah. and the 225 just at the moment just, just doesn't interest me one iota for that particular mare. So I imagine I'll be uh, backing both Mountain Ash and Thoroughgood. Very good. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I was really hoping to see sort of nines and 250 Thoroughgood. Then mm -hmm. you sort of go, oh, that's each way, you know, not a problem. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a 210 place player type thing. But um, yeah, I, I just, yeah. For me, that's the form line. Like it was really good on the wrong part of the track at Pinjarra behind multinational weapons and beat home Chevelle de Varga, who was on the right part of the deck. It's obviously in pretty good nick. Um, it's prior run. It was Planet Cash, who I think is a really nice three-year-old in Rebel Zone that beat at home. That that could look like really good form if our predictions are right earlier in the day. Um, it's, then, flying. Thor yeah, it's flying. Yeah, it's flying. It's flying. So and and it, it looks a great speed map because mm. I presume Mountain Ash will be rolling again. You cart it up behind it and um, get the last crack of that sort of Yeah. Thing. So, yeah, fascinating. Fascinating um, viewing. Current prices, I'll, I'll say Thoroughgood each way is, okay. my, is my thought process. But um, My last comment on the race is mm -hmm. expecting a rebound from Karamundi back to the mile, gate four, just completely being that, uh, that Pinjara 2,000 metre run uh from four i imagine sean mcgrady's going to be, uh, be able to have him closer so i can see him fighting out the finish but i don't know necessarily if he's a winning chance but he went horrible at pinjara the other day but bounced back on saturday for Karamundi. well i'm actually um equal mountain ash and Karamundi third favorite okay but i'm yeah i'm taking on mountain ash i'm yep. just i take on platinum horses very good all right well what time is it uh b e o <laughs> <laughs> P, oh, it's too much. I'm going to stop now. Time for the get out stakes. B, J, S, T, E, A, K, S. Get out stakes. How popular is it? You it's saw Sammy White on um, Pinjarra. Are you saw I think they had a little fill on, uh, on, on oh, old uh, Garage, Garage days, days, which obviously was going to lead because that's obviously Garage Days of strength, getting out the gates and, and finding the top. I, I, I'm surprised I'm pretty, I like, really surprised. well run from Tommy, but how, how do the stewards not ask about the, the, the – how do they not ask? Oh, it's – I understand it's a feel-good moment for Tommy, but yeah. doesn't there have to be a question? Why, why, how did that – like, why? I understand them going forward as well, but why wasn't there a notification? But anyway. Congratulations to Tommy Wolf. Yeah, congratulations. Your first, first winner. I was surprised when – Oh, sorry, when, his first winner. He's been just not under his name. Yeah, no, that's his first. Yeah, not under his name. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So he's the brains behind a lot more winners. Yes, that was meant to be a compliment. And yeah, come across that way. So. Um, yeah, congratulations, Tommy and the crew in Garage Days bought at an online sale not okay. that long ago. Um, previously, Adam Durant. Good on him. Um, yeah. Good way of and forgetting the lack of notification. Great with the way the the track was playing. Just good ownership. Mm. Of, you know what. Um, yeah, let's just try and go forward and yeah, see well, what we happens. Can, so. We can't win if we go back. We might as well roll the dice and yeah, see how we go. Yeah, exactly right. So good ownership of those um, those conditions. Yeah, price was good too for for those lucky enough to chime yeah. in. Hopefully Sammy, I feel like, Sammy I feel, White. I felt like I was the idiot. You did. You filled up. I feel like I was the only person on course that didn't have a, <laughs> have a bet and I was <laughs> – yeah, having another, I was having like a Bragwell sook after so. <laughs> I was surprised there was no uh, same track. There was no, eight days later. I was waiting for the the Twitter explosion. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah. the Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meets, the largest retail. Maybe he announced shop the tactics. Sorry, <laughs> maybe he announced the tactics on Tab Radio. I just missed it because that's fine. You're a letter. If you mentioned it on Tab Radio, done. All good. So, yeah, yeah I think we all need to be. Yeah, tuning in 
24-7. Like 24, yeah. you, can't, you can't miss a minute. Do you know who would have found that? My dad. My dad has racing yeah. radio. Oh, a lot of people house. look like all, they found it. I saw the tweets. All the time. Oh, it was set on Tab Radio. I don't give a fuck I'm surprised, set on I'm tab surprised radio. dad didn't ring you and say, Terry, you should have known about that. Yeah, like, I, don't, radio. I don't care less. <laughs> Deary me. Jesus Christ. To Tommy Wolf's credit, he didn't mention it on Tab Radio. <laughs> he mentioned three years ago if he got a horse, he might try and leave on it one day. Oh, fair enough. There you go. Should have been ready for it. Anyway. Probably just, but the one thing with that, though, you just about get rid of tactics, don't you? Technical. I, I don't reckon. You've you, said that. I, though, I actually yeah? don't think you just should. Just do whatever yeah. you want to do. Do whatever you want. Because yeah. I really could have said that with Alaska lot as well yesterday. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I, th- so, I think I think part of the beauty. Try and of- figure it out. Like, why would they try and figure out? Why would like- you give away your game plan? Like, yeah. doesn't, doesn't it's nonsensical to me. It's it's over. It's over stewarding yep. for my liking. But then you either if, if you, you do it hard or you don't you do, do it at all. Exactly. It's very yeah. half-assed at the moment. Exactly. And one thing I don't like is half an ass speech. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, uh, we've had this full ass or no ass. We, we've been here. We've done this before. My my thing is just let let them play. Let them play. If you've if you've got a game plan, you go out there and execute. It's up to the stewards if they if they think that something isn't above board to follow yeah. up, launch an inquiry, yeah. do their homework, find them, and then you can find them four bucks or something. You know, yeah, you know? yeah. Here's yeah. a here's a twelve dollar fine for uh, fixing a horse race or something. So, <laughs> yeah, because that's the. Yeah. That's the going right. That's the going right. Yeah, yeah. real, real as strong, as, real as strong as you, deterrence. You know, as long as you just wear your right colours, that's the most yeah. important. Thing. Wear the right wear colours, the right colours. <laughs> otherwise you are fined sixty eight thousand dollars. So, well, hang on, it says, says yellow. That looks more like a gold to me. Mm, <laughs> not sure about that. But I've just I've just had to put the bar shoe on late. Oh, that's okay. But yeah, those colours, that's fine. Those colours, I don't know. Okay, running anyway. running with only three legs this week. No, that's that's fine. Not an issue. But. But those, yeah. But that looks more like a, an off-white than a cream, though, <laughs> I would say. So, hmm. Uh, we're eventually going to get to the Get Out Stakes mm. listeners. Brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Cannyvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt ran into Timmy on Sunday at the Morton Racing Yearling Parade. Timmy is uh, yeah, he's a great, great man and a good racing man. And if you go into Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, have a chat to Timmy and let him know that you listen to the 1-1 one, one red carpet treatment at all times. Congratulations to Paul Starling, brother of Ross. Uh, Paul, aka The Thumper, he got he won his first Get Out Stakes last Saturday, courtesy of Moi Chua for uh, Summer Dixon, who started up the Quinella in that particular race. So good on you, Paul. Make sure that you get stuck into that gourmet Group one beef from Market City Meats. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, race nine at Ascot. Send us a tweet at the 1 1 pod. Let us know who you think will win the Get Out Stakes. And um, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And of course, Terry, we just mentioned him, but we'll give him another shout out. You can never ever forget the all important Sam White rule. Terry? Back garage days. <laughs> <laughs> Jump, lead, win. First in, first in, best dressed. Uh, that reminds me as well with our little plug for his dreaming. Um, it's second, first up. The horse to beat at home was um, from No Man's Land was Sir Mambo, which made that form look a lot better as well. Yes. You just reminded me of that then. So yeah. uh, good ride from Taj as well. Mm. Week. I've been on my schwa and it was well above my price. Should have saved, but I just went harder and go forward with the drift. To be honest with you, so who went good? Yeah, I did go good. It was just his flight myself. It was just his. Yeah, well, we had the two hard luckers yeah. between us. Yeah, I suggest, but uh, you know what it is, it's just racing. Yeah, 
That's good crazy. punning, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've done my ass that hard and go forward over the journey. I don't know if it is good punning anymore. So <laughs> it might be absolute good shit. Glutton, to be honest. Absolute glutton. Oh, it'll just get through and get the luck. Yeah. That's what you want. Keep backing a horse with a 200-meter sprint that's going to be eighth every start. Good job, Tess. Right, um, hopefully we don't find the two hard luckers in this week's Get Out Stakes. Race no, nine, the Western no. Race Picks Handicap. We'll be on the same horse here, I'd suggest. 72 though. plus uh, 55 minimum. They have to, to raise them in for this one over the 1,600 meters. And uh, be optimistic. William Pike, has Pike ridden Be Optimistic before? I don't think anybody has besides holly i'm not sure on that actually I, I holly has been our jock she has ridden at her magic moon i thought jade rode her two are you right actually yeah. you are 100 percent right friend of the show jade sat, sat nine deep nine deep the trip and um uh yeah so nux oh brad parnham rode us the day we went around short i drove out to the races that day that was yeah. a long drive home um and Chris Parnham. Yeah, no, early doors we did. But Holly's been on ever since. Okay. Um, yeah, William Pike's on the guru-owned Beyond I think Disney. she's – I don't – I haven't actually spoke to Luke, to be honest with you. I messaged him and saying, told him I'd eat my right testicle raw if this lost on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know whether Holly is just obviously riding for Simon with Severate or um, or Pikey is riding for Luke a lot on the day. Maybe it's just Pikey's on all the Luke's for the day. Possibly. I but, imagine, imagine when Dan opted for the claim with uh, – Luke Campbell instead of Pike, that Pike became available and maybe there was a shift in the pecking order perhaps for LK Ferniard. Well, I'm, I've been – Holly has ridden it a 10 out of 10 its last two and she was luckless first up, not much more she could have done. So if it has been a, a change in that sense, it's a little bit harsh. But for me, this type of horse that is ridden with cover just off the speed – is just even though she's ridden it so well, it's just what William gets out of it on top of that. It's another two lengths. Like down the center of the Pinjarra track the other day was not the place to be. And, and the run was really nice. It wasn't like a super, super run, but it was, it was a really nice run, all things considered. And the fact is we jumped, like she jumped first. Like she easily could have tried to settle a lot closer to the speed, but she snagged, 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 ended up back near last um, before beating all bar Bragwell home, who we just discussed before. So Good tactics. Oh, look. Good tactics with Bragwell, yeah, yeah. Good, it was good tactics. Be optimistic too. In all fairness, she rode that perfectly. Um, but yeah, this, well, this gets him, doesn't it? PJ, fuck me dead. I'd be very upset if this. What price did you might be optimistic? Two dollars flat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon that's been kind. So that's been. I don't know. Well. <laughs> Yeah, tell me, tell me. There's, there's, well, there's eight horses in this race that are going to start fifty dollars plus. Probably mm -hmm. six that are going to start one hundred and twenty plus. Um, so it's a basically a five horse field. Is Chevelle de Varga from the outside gate after failing in a hot inside pad at Pinjarra at sixty? That's not going to be supported. Very hard to come at. Um, I'll come back to a few of them. Western Miracle. I was unlucky the other mm -hmm. day, but from that gate, Where's it like, be? It, and even if it does get across, then it has to out sprint. Be optimistic. I, I don't think it's doing that. Well, I, in fact, I, know, I I really would be very surprised if it's doing that. Scroll down. Acting God's pretty firmish in the market. It's sort of not that far off. I'm coming off the fall and the trial it, at a 72 plus level. It beats me so be it. Yeah. Birdie Eagle couldn't get past thingy last week. We'll go better off seven days. I think it's an improver here, but this is a 72 plus. This is yeah, a different. Yeah, the mountain ash. This is a different grade of horse. Cisco Joe's a battler. That just got the perfect run. It beat an, a Geraldton horse the other day who wasn't even potentially at its best in my mind in Edmund. That's not the form reference. Uh, and Severates. 
I think it just got right, really what, nice. What about what about the main danger, Weaponson? That's where I was finishing. Mm. So yeah, Weaponson's the main danger. So really big fan of how Lukey Campbell's riding, like the rise back to the mile. Don't think it leads this. Think it's going to be ridden with cover. And for me, the way B Optimistic jumps, forget how she jumped two back because that's a rarity. Pikey can be on the back of Weaponson here. I'm going to back B Optimistic with William Pike on to get past Weaponson, who I think will end up um, probably probably with cover, but. With Luke going on, they, they obviously will try and lead, but I think Be Optimistic will be close enough to get Weaponson. Early mark, it's definitely heavy towards Weaponson, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm yeah, my mind's made up. Blinkers, yeah, hundred percent. Winkers, bubble cheekers. I, 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 I have said to Luke for a while, Be Optimistic. I will, I just think it will go so well if you can get like a Pikey or a Clint there. One of your good, one of your main sit and sprint hoops on. And finally, listen um, to you. What starts? It? No, I don't think. You what listen, starts? I don't think you listen to really your main decision yourself. But uh, it's uh, it's a grace for me. It's just it's just the setup. This is this is it. Weapons and beats me. Gets to the front. Kicks, leads, wins, and we chase home run second. Again, so be it. I'll, I'll just cop that, but that won't happen. It could happen, but, yeah, really happy. Anything north of $3 will be optimistic will, will get me. Okay. Yeah. I actually had weapons on to be optimistic exactly the same. What price? Uh, 350 across the board. Oh, yeah. You fucking lost it. Yeah. Uh, but... You mentioned the tactics with Chevelle de Varga. That would be interesting. You're also going, like, losing Pike on one to... Gaining Pike on the other, apprentice to Pike, Pike to apprentice. What's that worth in a length? You know, just oh, no, bits I, and pieces. I'm, so I'm, I just want I'm you to. Well, I just want I'm you to well aware. I just well want aware. you to agree with me. That's I just not many horses. All costs. Not many horses come from behind weapons and get past them. So he's since Pike's gone on. Well, even just in general, it's always been a big closer, really. Mm. But um, so he's going to be optimistic. He's going to get caught in a um, in a fight to get past weapons and if if all things been equal. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, I was on Be Optimistic last start. No doubt I'll follow my money again. Who'd you mark? So, like, it's a clear top two, as you said. It's a real clear top two. Who'd you mark third favourite? Uh, West River Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was very close. Chevelle, Birdie, West River Miracle. Like, do any of them worry you that much, really? Uh, fair oh, enough. They're good horses. Yeah. With the setup of this race, do any of them worry you a huge amount? A huge amount. No, it's it's one of the two. Yeah, so that's yeah. The, I think the market will be real strong, and I think this type of market, there's two options. They back the apprentice in to lead throughout. Um, if the southwesterly is as strong at that stage of the day, again, over the mile, that's going to be in B Optimistic's favour. Mm-hmm. Um, or the market just says Pikey's going on a, a horse that's going super, who's got finally got the best map of its entire uh, preparation, and it comes hard for it. So that'll be the two that the market really finds, I reckon, with, with Venom. They can yeah, take okay. it. I don't know, 60% the market at least. Yeah, I know that there's probably going to be a little bit of tempting bet fair odds late in the day for a couple of the other chances, but, yeah, I'm I'm sort of locked in to the two faves and we'll see what shakes out closer to the start time price-wise. Uh, Jared Noski back is um, is riding West River Miracle. He's back after a uh, hit-and-run admission to South Australia mm-hmm. where he rode Stafford's lad in the Lord Reams ugly. Stakes. It was ugly, especially at the $21 or whatever he was on mm. Betfair. Um, I thought he went really well. He's going to drop four, maybe four and a half kilos into an Adelaide Cup on Monday week. And um, look out, all you Western racing fans for Stafford's in the Group 2 two-mile Adelaide Cup. I think he'll win, yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah. 
for sure. Ooh. I haven't even seen the noms yet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that horse is flying. So any luck in the Adelaide Cup and uh, Stafford's will, uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't run. Would you look at three. margin betting or just win betting? Yeah. Actually, I never even thought about it. That's why you're the guru. So I didn't even think about stuff like that. Margin, margin <laughs> well, betting. I don't think you should. So, <laughs> I don't think you should either. I'm trying to find, is there a futures remember, market well, or there's that, no noms? So there's not even a futures market. I, I'm pretty sure Unibet or whatever it's called that does South Australia. They've got WA racing features up, but not even Adelaide Cup. Yeah, so that's right. how good they're going. They're absolutely right. job trotting over but there. But there aren't noms yet, you said. Our noms aren't out till Monday, I don't think. How, so. when, when, when's the race? Monday week. Oh, shit. It's like a public holiday Monday in Come Adelaide. On, so it's the 13th of March. Obviously, nobody likes futures betting in Adelaide. Yeah. Okay, on that note, we'll take a break and we'll be back with our Betfair bests, our Maddies, and our Lays for Ascot this Saturday. All right, we're in the home straight, punters. It's time for our Betfair best betting propositions for Ascot this Saturday. Terry, Betfair best? Uh, uh, oh. Betfair best toss up between six and nine. We'll go with um, we'll go with Be Optimistic in the last uh, race nine. Horse number seven, Be Optimistic. Tell you what, he's dreaming very stiff to miss out. He's dreaming is my Betfair. There you go. Best. I'm Sweet. saving it for my my Maddie. Okay, we'll go the lays first. Uh, lays. I'll go. I'll go. I'm betting around this horse, and I I think two twenty is not for me. Oh, I was going to guess that too. Race five, number seven, Western Knight. Very good. Yeah, I'm happy betting around that horse with you, BJ. Uh, just to keep it different, I'll go with the current market elect Aza in the race afterwards. Where I think we're aligned in the fact we're sort of willing to bet around it as well. Both can win. Yep. But current prices, um, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, did you mention pre-show? You're thinking about getting some uh, lays. I was, getting, lays? I was thinking about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm over in Sydney this weekend, so I just. Just thinking, because with the lays, I often back them back. I just don't want to forgive myself any extra. Are you going for a wedding, did you say? Your cousin's just, wedding? Uh, no, just a birthday, birthday party. Yeah, just a bit of a shin dig. Right. What time did it start? Oh, all weekend. Oh, so, oh, right. It's already begun. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, are you going to be, you got, 100%. You got Geraldton? Yeah. Oh, got, yeah. Got, Ger- Geraldton's thin. You got Ascot, you got Geraldton, and then on the got Sunday, two, you've got. Material witness there. You've got, uh, what else have we got? Esperance on Esperance, the Sunday? Esperance, yeah. So, you're Pikey. You'll be spending a lot of time on your- The digits. Yeah. Very strong fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where, what are we doing Double next? digit. Double digit, back. Double digit. Just quietly. Tell you what, if- Is he your Maddie for Saturday? Double digit. Double digit. Double digit. If he was 810 to one, I wouldn't back him, I don't think so. Um, what's your Maddie? Well, this was my Maddie two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's my Maddie again, even though I'm fudging a couple of bucks, just a couple of, a couple of, couple of is uh, race five, number four, blow me out. Yeah. Couple of, couple of. Yeah, I'll, I'll double you up there. That's mm-hmm. the obvious one. Um, I think we'll get our $20 late mm-hmm. as well to have something small on. Not a horse or a yard I have a huge amount of trust in, to be honest, but we'll get the price. He's to, Pope, he? he is Jerry. He's a religious <laughs> man. We'll uh, we'll get the price to find <laughs> out. Uh, Maddie, we're going to go race nine, be optimistic, all up. Race seven, here's dreaming. What's that? Four times three, 12. 12, yeah. All up. Race six. Capo Veloci, it's around about it's about 50 to, 50 to one, roughly. 50, 60 yeah. to one, I reckon, type thing. So I reckon the true price should be three, two, six, two, fifty, about 15 to one. Oh. So I'm actually, I'd be disappointed if we don't get that one up. Hashtag value. Definitely a good goal at the double without Capo. Capo's a third elect of those mm-hmm. three, but I'm going to have a, I, oh, 
I really do doubles, but I think I might have to. <laughs> I might have to. It's hard to get on. It's very difficult to get on, VJ. I might have to break my own rule and have something on the uh, the Pikey Race Seven Nine. Okay. Dublé, Michael Dublé. All right, that's it. That's it.